Welcome to the Styano Plastic Surgery Podcast with plastic surgeon JJ Styano, the only plastic surgeon in the UK who owns a clinic specializing in breast and body contouring. to be answered now is the time the time is now so um that's what i'm here to do that's what i've come to do and that's what i shall do uh we've got some questions that um have been asked which are uh someone wants to upsize implants someone's got pain in their breast and they've had an accident and they've got they've got had breast implants in the past oh and the scar and the uh, beard scar, a mole on the beard, and whether that will have hair on it. So those are the three questions that we've got so far. So if you've got any questions, then do as always get in touch. So um, the uh, first inquiry is someone who's yeah who's got a uh, they've got a mole on the on the on the beard, and they want to have the mole removed, and they're worrying or wondering about whether the scar will have hair on it and the answer is it won't you get something called scar alopecia which means that when you have a scar there is no hair on the scar and this is in it this is important to be aware of when you make a scar in a hairy place like the beard or the scalp well i'll say a hairy place maybe not not so hairy or you know um thinning a bit on top myself these days but um and the important thing to 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 say is that the scar itself won't have any hair on it now if you're a a lady with lots of hair or a man indeed with lots of hair a person with lots of hair then it doesn't matter because if the scar hasn't got hair on it and there's lots of hair on either side then it doesn't matter similarly if you've got a big bushy beard uh it doesn't matter because the scar will be within that bushiness of the beard and um it it's not a problem so if you've got a big bushy beard and lots of hair it doesn't matter if you are totally shaved, so if you shave your face or if you totally shave your head, it doesn't matter because you just have a scar. The scar will be red and then it will fade and it, and it usually fades pretty well. The problem comes if your hair is very short. So if you are a man and you shave your head short or if you shave your beard short, it, then it is a bit more obvious. So then you have a, an obvious line in the in the beard line in the beard or in the, the the hair so yeah the scar won't have any hair on it but there will be hair on either side of the scar which if the if the the hair is long will sort of cover the scar but the problem comes if you shave your beard trim and the patient who's sent in the photo he's got quite a full beard but also the mole is a little bit off the beard so i don't think it's that important that, that i don't think it matters that much anyway but anyway i thought i'd ask the question answer the question anyway so um that's the issue that the uh this, the, the scar will not have any hair on it. So if the beard was short or your hair was short, it would be a bit more obvious. Um, the other question we've had is, yes, got a patient who is having surgery uh, in January and she's just emailed to say that uh, she's um, OK with the uh, implant selection. But can, I, can she have the next size up, which is very uh, common uh, thing that people ask and, and, and worry about 
with the breast implants. Um, she's um, having 400 cc implants, or that's what we looked at, and she's looking at the four, 435, I think it is, which is the next size up. And the the main thing about this, and sometimes people really get into it with all the implants and all the dimensions and everything, um, because it is important to look at profile. And I keep on saying, you know, the shape and the profile is really important. And when you're going from 400 to 435, that's not a very big difference, 400 to 435. And the main thing about it when you're talking about going or, or upsizing an implant is whether you're going to stay in the same profile or not. Because if you, uh, for instance, if you have a breast asymmetry, if one breast is bigger than the other breast, what I will often do, not always, but often do, is use different profiles of implants in order to maintain the base width. Oh, I think I might be getting a bit technical here. Um, because the base width of the breast is really important. And um, if you want to maintain the base width and have different sizes, you have different profiles so a medium profile of one and a high profile in the other oh dear i haven't thought this through i think i'm getting a bit technical here so um the point i was going to make is the per person who um is asking is going to stay in the same profile so she's i can't remember what it was i think moderate or high profile but she's staying within the same profile so if you stay within the same profile and you're going from 400 to 435 or 445 or whatever it was it's that's not a big difference um because the implant is bigger in every dimension it's 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 so the whole the difference in size is sort of absorbed in every dimensions it's a big difference if you're going from a medium to a high profile because if you go from a medium to a high profile uh often the 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 the, the, the width of the implant changes and often the 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 implant becomes more narrow and if it becomes more narrow but it's got a bigger volume then it sticks out even more so um to put it more simply, because I don't think I'll put that very simply, but to put it more simply, the difference in the two implants we're looking at is half a centimetre in width, but one, one millimetre in projection. Five millimetres in width and only one millimetre in projection. So it's only, it only projects a little bit more, but it's slightly wider. And uh, so we have to look at the, whether the width is, is going to be OK. The width is the only thing, not the only thing, but the main thing that I worry about. And so if the width is OK, then it's OK. But... Oh, I don't think I've answered that well. I wish I could do that one again, to be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I'm um, not happy with my performance there. Don't, I think I've overcomplicated that a bit. But anyway, um, the point is, take what's the take-home message? The take-home message is uh, a lot of people wish they or, or want to go a little bit bigger, but just be careful if it's wider because you don't want to go too wide. I think that's the take-home message on that one. So we'll have to look at the width of it. The width is what I talk about, what I look at. But when people talk amongst themselves, they never look at the width. Um, so, right, let's see if we can do better on the, the next thing, which is a patient. I, 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 I apologize for that. And if I could uh, wipe the slate, <laughs> I would, because I don't think I made that very clear. But I will look back at that to see if I, to see if I understand it myself. But uh, I will answer it properly to you. To the, to the well, I think I already have in an email, and we can always talk about it in clinic. Um, so the other the other question or the other thing was the oh yeah that's right patient 
she's she's had implants she's had them uh this year uh maybe a few six months ago or so um she had a road traffic accident uh recently in november i think it was was it last month um and she's got pain and she's worried um the uh number one thing is if any if you're a patient of mine well if you're not a patient of mine anyone can you know i'll, I'll see you if you're a patient of mine i never charge for the follow-up appointment so obviously i've you know come and see i'll see you and we'll have a check on it and check everything's okay if you're worried but the bottom line that people worry a lot about these implants but they're pretty robust and it takes quite a lot of trauma to damage the implants um and so it, i normally say to people pre-op or if you're having um if a rupture is very rare, the sort of trauma you need to rupture an implant is a road traffic accident. Now, this patient's had a road traffic accident, but the, the main thing is, the main point is, the amount of trauma that it would take to damage the implant would damage your body quite a lot, would damage your tissues quite a lot. And so it would look, it wouldn't look normal. You'd be pretty battered and bruised. You may have broken ribs. You may, you know, you do you need significant trauma to damage the implant to the extent that you would need to, you would have damaged your body quite a lot. So if everything looks okay, and you haven't got significantly, you know, half your body's bruised and you're battered and all this sort of thing, um, it's unlikely that you've done enough trauma to damage the implant, if that makes sense. The other thing that people worry about is going in an aeroplane. A lot of people worry about that. They say, what if I go in an aeroplane, I've got breast implants in, they're going to explode and all this sort of thing. And similarly, diving, people worry about diving and um pressure you know the pressure now the aeroplane's not really a goer because the aeroplane is a pressurized cabin uh diving is a bit more of a uh a, a, a reasonable thing to worry about with diving um because it's um it's it is it is pressure and uh but n neither of them in reality are anything to worry about simply because the pressure similarly the pressure that you would need to damage the implant would damage your head and your brain and your lungs and your body um, so much more than you'd have to worry about the implant. You know, if you if you're if you're in a situation where your body is under enough pressure that that Im that implant is going to get damaged, your body, your lungs, your brain, and your other cavities will be damaged too, and so the implants will be the least of your problems. So don't worry too much about stuff like uh, you know, having a road traffic accident um or diving or or or, uh, or airplane travel um but at the end of the day if you are worried obviously we'll see you and, and see and check you everything's okay but uh you need quite a lot of trauma to actually do anything significant to the implant um you could always do a scan but then that opens another kettle of fish because if your implant if your breast looks fine and your implant's fine it's only six months sorry if your breast looks fine you haven't got any significant symptoms as you don't the shape hasn't changed and things can do a scan that can give you peace of mind um but like i always say to people with the scans they're never 100 percent, so it might say oh it's suggestive of rupture or suggestive that it's okay so then we bring ourselves into another element of what are we going to do now because clinically you're fine but the scan suggested there may possibly be something there do we then chase it and do another scan and you know all that's cost and everything and uh, anxiety so i don't routinely scan people unless there's a clinical indication if the breast has changed shape uh, if you've got any symptoms if you've got any lumps or swelling different story altogether and then obviously we need to investigate that into scans and things like that 
But if you're clinically asymptomatic, as in if your breasts look normal and you've just got some pain and tenderness around the area, I would suggest that's almost certainly soft tissue uh, problems and, and muscular, what have you, uh, problems and pain. So I hope that has set your mind at rest. But you know my door is open, so you can always come and we can have a chat about it and I can uh, examine you and check everything's okay just to be absolutely sure but I hope that's been helpful for the viewers at home um so that's uh that, that, that I thought that was going to be longer than it was actually maybe it was long that bit in the middle with all the moderate profile and high profile stuff that was a bit oh went off the hook on that a bit so anyway I have to do a bit of uh I'll do some practicing on my own in my free time uh on that sort of question in in so I can be a bit more concise in future but um hope that's been helpful if as ever oh, oh i shouldn't say this at the beginning laura has left the building laura has gone we said goodbye on friday so that was a that was an emotional actually on monday because we had, it was yesterday it was next we had a lunch yesterday but her last day was friday um so that was emotional um big big loss for me and and for the clinic um but she's sort of going to bigger and better things so good luck laura um but it's emma emma's in the house so um email i think emma is is picking up on laura's emails and um actually still sending emails from laura's email address but um emma at stianoplasticsurgery.co.uk if you've got any questions um, I should also say that the, we've got a podcast. I might, you know, with all this, the audio of the Facebook Live videos. I'm not sure if I put this one on, but anyway. Um, and also, we're putting Facebook Live videos onto a YouTube channel, and I'm doing a YouTube video every week. Yes, you heard me right, every week. Not just this one, not this stuff, like a, you know, content YouTube video. So, um, that's uh, pretty exciting. So I don't know how many. I think we've got 44, maybe 45 subscribers. We had 43, I think, last week. So I think you'll agree that's pretty um, significant, uh, two subscribers. So uh, my children are obviously very proud of their uh, YouTuber father, who is uh, pretty um, pretty high profile in the YouTube world. So please feel free to go to the YouTube channel and uh, um, subscribe the channel and uh, i will be here tomorrow uh, next week um same time got any questions email laura drop us on the facebook or the twitter tweet us um and we'd be love to hear from you and i'll love i'll be very happy to answer your questions hope that's been helpful and have a lovely lovely evening and uh, i'm gonna check out bye have a question not covered in today's show then send it over to info at styanoplasticsurgery.co.uk using the hashtag AskJJ. We'd love to hear from you.